Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, episode 115, Overthinking, with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Let's go heat! <laughs> That's along with Frank. It's evident. Uh, so, were they overthinking or what? We finally closed that deal off. You know we're from, you know we're from Miami, if you don't know that already, so... Clearly, Boston. I didn't, I didn't get the figure it out. I didn't get the. He uh, didn't get the memo. The where your heat swag. Everybody memo. with a three o five or seven eight six phone number got an alert this morning, like one of those amber <laughs> alerts. Wear the gear. Wear the gear. I didn't get that. I get. Yeah, it. you got to trade in the three o five. You, you no, got to go nine five four now no, or something. <laughs> seven eight six. <laughs> I already have that. Sorry. So overthinking, and we'd like to welcome Dr. Mario back since he decided to grace us with his presence. He's not out gallivanting the seven continents. <laughs> oh well, skydiving in Antarctica with penguins there or whatever he does on his off time. <laughs> One of those may or may not be true. Um, overthinking. What do we think? What, what are we thinking about overthinking, Dr. Mario? What do you say? What, what's where might overthinking be a problem? Well, it's basically. An unhealthy habit. It causes a lot of stress, uh, a toxic environment within oneself. It can be transmitted to other people as well. It's, uh, it's you know, dwelling on the past, trying to live your life, like we said, trying to move forward, but you're looking at life through the rearview mirror. You know? hmm. I mean, people can't overthink about future decisions too, yeah? Yeah. Yes. I mean, which overthinking can at that point become, make you stagnant, right? You're, you're thinking too much about what you need to do, so therefore you're not taking action. That could be, a, that could be problematic in that way as well. Yeah, typically, when you're overthinking, you're kind of like ruminating as well. Great word. Ruminating, you know. It's, ruminating. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you're in this storm of life. I have to go back to my pilot days. <laughs> and you're circling the airport because you can't land. Tommy Tucker. Because it's all... I was going to say it. It's... <laughs> It's uh, no, he that was past Tommy Tucker. Got it. <laughs> and so there's there's this dense fog inside of your head. You're ruminating. You're you're circling the airport and you can't land the plane. Best way I can figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Causes a lot of stress internal and then external as you manifest. So for those <laughs> are you <laughs> looking at it? So ruminating. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I was going to give it to the people too. Ruminate means to think deeply about something. This guy just flexing his mental muscle. For real? No, ruminating is a great word. He's like, learn something today, fool. Uh, (laughs) Ruminate on that. So, what I love about what Dr. Mario is saying is that it is a habit. Yes. Overthinking is a habit. You Mm. get into it. And and, and the same way you get into a bad habit, you can get out of one. Um, And overthinking is not a good habit. Like I, I like sometimes because here's the thing, you can think of a situation, you can mm-hmm. think of a problem, you can you can manifest, you can plan, you can uh, you could be strategic with it. Um, ultimately, where overthinking comes in is where again you thought about it past the point of a solution, hence the term overthinking, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, an example, and where we see it the most, right? Especially as as you know, is with. The opposite sex with, with with somebody we're attracted to right we're, we're we're very quick i think that's where we see it the most and that's i think the first time we see it as little kids because we don't overthink about jumping on the monkey bars or, or 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 trying to ride the bike over you know the gap or you know racing the car we don't overthink those things what we overthink things is hey should i ask somebody out should i talk to this person right it's it's, it's within that social structure that i think we first 
What if she says no? What if she says no? Right. What if she says yes? I don't know where to go, right? And that and those are the that's how you know you're scared of your own success when you start the second level. Well, I wouldn't know where to take her. I wouldn't know where to go out with her. I wouldn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. That means you know that it's going to be a yes. You're just overthinking it. You're you're at a point where you're creating problems of what the outcome will be. It's almost right. like a broken record of negative rumination. It's you keep playing it and playing it and playing it. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing too. Also, we're ruminating a lot on this. That is. <laughs> so here's the issue too, especially we're talking about you know in personal relationships with, uh, with your significant others, is that when you overthink, you start to create scenarios that haven't happened yet. Correct. And that's the big problem. He didn't answer, he or she or they or whatever, whoever. Someone didn't answer their phone. They must be cheating on me. You start to overthink on either, maybe not necessarily cheating, but even, I guess, even as parents, that can happen as well, right? They, the kids didn't answer the phone. They could be lying in a ditch somewhere. You're overthinking things. So the, 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 the I was going to say the benefit, <laughs> the non-benefit, right? Uh, creating those negative scenarios in your head does not help the situation. It's not real. It's just you're cr- taking your worst fear or one, you know, or, or, or the worst you could think of a situation and putting it out into, you know, putting it in your headspace and creating this whole story around something that you have no concrete knowledge or foundation for. It's a narrative. Just besides the fact that they haven't answered their phone. It's a narrative that they're creating in their own head. Yeah. And so the rumination doesn't lead to any termination. It's just a continuous, continuous replay, continuous replay. And uh, it, it could lead to self-destruction. I mean, it, it also, I believe it, it can also really double down your insecurity about something. If you are insecure about something uh, or about someone in a relationship or whatnot, and you constantly create these scenarios, you're validating why you mentally, even if they haven't given you a reason to, don't trust them. Because you're thinking the worst, and that could be based off of anything. Past relationships, past experiences, uh, maybe someone else put it in your mm-hmm. head. He's not answering. Well, you know he's on vacation with the boys. You know what he's doing. Right. Maybe you didn't even think about it. Now you're overthinking it. You've allowed someone else to assist you in the overthinking process. Ruminate on that. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's, it's kind of like I mean, a mushroom effect, right? It continues to build. It continues to build. And, and the more <laughs> seeds... That you allow that brain of yours to ruminate, right? The more negativity that continues to, to fester. Is this how a mushroom mind. works? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not done with shrooms. But I've, I've learned not to ask secondary questions on those. I've I got to go back to biology class. I got to learn how, I got to go back to the plant kingdom. The mushroom. Effect. I have an app for that. <laughs> no, but really, think about it, right? If you cut your lawn, you start to see one mushroom because you're not attending to the lawn. You're not fertilizing. And then the next, and then the next, and then the next, and then the next thing you know. It's so kind of like weeds. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's what happens in your head. You know, you get into the weeds because mm-hmm. you're ruminating so much. It's crazy. Excellent. So if I had a dollar for every time we said ruminating on this podcast today, like it's just ruminate. That, that should have been the title. That let not overthinking. Just don't ruminate. <laughs> so what can we do to not overthink? Yeah, I mean, if you are a person who's a habitual overthinker, what would be the best recommendation you boys would have? Well, the first thing is is you have to determine what is the root cause. It could be depression. It could be anxiety. 
Uh, it could be stress. Well, those are the emotions attached. I wouldn't say those are exactly the root cause. So it would be the emotion that's giving, excuse me, the event or thing that's giving. There's a symptomology. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, agreed. I think it stems from, you know, a, a, a low self-esteem. I think that's where it starts, right? Or, or, or an insecurity, right? Um, a self-consciousness, you know, where, it, for example, the parenting part, right? Where, where you're saying, well, the kids could be here. And it just goes into, you know, did I do my job right as a parent? Did I do this? Because I, I, I've seen it, right? Um, same thing with, with again, spousal or, or, or if you're already in a relationship, it comes off as, well, have I done this? Or, or why would they be cheating on you? Or this is where the relationship lacks, right? Um, and same thing, even before you get to that. So if you're overthinking about like a, a job or a performance or a presentation and, well, this isn't going to go well, well, because you don't feel prepared. Um, and anxiety is just that. Anxiety is you having a fear of an event that hasn't happened yet. Mm. And the more prepared you are for things, the less the anxiety builds up, right? So I'll, I'll give you a real good example. Um, I had no anxiety over game four of the Miami Heat Boston Celtics, right? Because I felt we were prepared for it. Until the last. Game seven <laughs> was a different story <laughs> because I felt the momentum shifted. So as a fan, right, we do that in sport. How is it that game four, we don't, you know, I don't feel the pressure. We don't feel it, right? And you could tell the team didn't feel it. And these are professional athletes. Game seven, they played with the pressure. Mm -hmm. They had the anxiety, right? Same thing, it, it can happen in real life. If, if you're going towards a presentation, an exam or something, and then you say, well, okay, I'm not prepared for this. That's when, that's the first step in overthinking, in my opinion. Because the next step out of that is that I'm not prepared for this. Or this moment, or this situation, or this interaction. Then the next step is, here's what's going to go wrong. And then mm. the chain starts, right? And then, and then the domino effect starts of, of well, this is, can go wrong. And if this goes wrong, then that's going to go wrong. And then, you know, if I, if I don't show up and this presentation is not good, then I'm not going to get the account. If I don't get the account, the business will fail. If the business fails, I got to go back to working here. You know, and then you, <laughs> that's how it works. Hey, if, 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 I don't, if, if I don't do this well or if I don't ask this person out, I can't go back in here or, or this relationship's done or, mm -hmm. I, or I won't ask this person out because it's going to mess up the friendship and then I'm not going to have any friends so I'd rather not deal with it and just hide my feelings for this person. Same thing. You can overthink also about how to deal with people. Maybe there's a friendship or maybe there's a relationship you do need to break up with and you don't do it because you're overthinking it. Well, if I break up with this person, if I leave this person, am I going to lose the house? How do the kids feel about it? How would I be viewed? Well, if I go through a divorce, well, then how does everything else in my world get affected? So then you start overthinking things and you stay in a toxic, bad relationship. That was exhausting, bro. I'm going to so. tell you right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. you, you do want to always weigh your pros and cons. But, you know, there's a difference between great decision-making and overthinking. But the overthinking to, is to when be, you to stay. To be clear, yeah. When you stay at the thought process and there's zero action. Oh, good, yeah, there good, you go. Good, there's a good, good distinction. Right? And, and, and yeah. I'm, uh, that's, that's the, uh, to me, that's where you draw the line. You don't land if the you plane. just stay, exactly. If you just stay, yeah. you know, just rotating around, rotating around, rotating right. around, and you never do anything about it. You never escape. You never leave. You mm -hmm. never do anything. You just stay and dwell on that fog. Right, and then you can keep lying to yourself on why you haven't made the decision. You're doing research. I'd leave, but I have to find my own place, and, you know, things are expensive. So you kind of just tell yourself these stories, but just you're not taking action because, I mean, there's tons of reasons people don't do things. And, I mean, one of, the, one of the reasons people don't leave relationships or consistently go from one to another is because they don't want to deal with themselves. They have a fear of being alone, and that's the biggest one. If you notice someone's oh, yeah. a habitual relationship hopper, 
you know, they, they haven't dealt with themselves yet. HRH. Okay. And like, like, you, like you know, if you don't already, if you can't make yourself happy, then how dare you try to take it out on someone else and, and give them the task? You have some real <laughs> steel. <Issues>. steel <laughs> so overthinking in and of itself there, is not a sure. mental health illness, but it is, as both of you have elucidated, very related to general anxiety disorder mm. because of excessive worrying. Correct. So that's, that's the key distinction there. Can it also be a byproduct or related to perfectionism? No, no, not, not for me. And I'm going to tell you why. Perfectionism for me is when you attempt a task and then you repeatedly attempt the same task to a point where it, 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 you try to get it perfect. Overthinking, you never make the attempt. That's, at least that's what I've seen in my experience where overthinkers do not make the attempt. Mm. Overthinkers will never attempt to ask the girl out. Overthinkers will never apply for the job. Overthinkers will never start the, the, the side hustle or business. Overthinkers will, will, mm -hmm. will never voice their discomfort in a bad situation. Overthinkers will never have an opinion. Overthinkers are, are how do you know you're catching yourself, right? If you're constantly, if, if your friends say, hey, where are we going to watch the game? And your, and, and your first reply is, oh, I don't know, anywhere. Oh, I don't care. And then in your brain, you have a place you want to go. So what I'm hearing is that, and this is awesome, uh, overthinkers disguise themselves as perfectionists. Ah. Because they don't take action and their excuse is, oh, I just want to make sure everything's right, but they're not doing anything. Well, so how some we, of them, yeah, maybe. How we mask our bad habits, that, 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 that could be a different podcast, right? So, so <laughs> That's a good topic. Right? How, how we mask our, our, our bad habits. And, and again, we'll leave it for another podcast. So I'll give you everything on this one. Come back. Um, how, do we, how do we do that? Things like that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. What can I say? If it's not right, I'd rather not do it. Do it correctly or don't do it at all. And what are you doing now? Nothing at all. And then you don't do anything Nothing at, at all, all. right? Zero. Or I'd rather turn in a good project than, than not, or not turn in anything than, than a bad project. No, it's not going to be a bad project. So they, it's, won't it's take, they won't take the shot. They won't take the shot. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's... That's how we mask these things. Um, and of course, you can do that with a bunch of other things, but that on the overthinking side, yeah, that's one of the ways it happens. So it seems to me that what you're saying is the person who uses that mask as a perfectionist can't control the worrying and therefore does not take action. Well, it could be part of it, yeah. I, I think it, it could, could be, be part a part. Yeah, I don't think it's the whole thing. Or it doesn't control. I mean, it, I get, I they think it's can a case if they by want case. to. But they don't. They'd rather think about it a little more. Think about that. Well, <laughs> ruminate. I'm going to ruminate, <laughs> ruminate on that. Use the right word here. Ruminate on that. <laughs> so that, that, that to me, those are the, the clear distinctions mm -hmm. on how you identify or how you define, hey, am I an overthinker, right? That's just it. Um, on, on, on the other side of that coin, right, is, you know, I guess the underthinker, right? And they're just constantly taking action and, and, and they're constantly just bombarding with, with, with the things. And you know those guys too, right? Well, I did this thinking this. Oh, no, no, no. You just wanted to do it your own way and you didn't think about anything, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And those aren't good things. You need to be somewhat planful. But if I had to pick one or the other, I'd rather you take action than just to sit there and dwell on ideas of things that are not, A, have not happened, B, are not going to happen right i think the key is being strategic yeah so if you're strategic 
whereas the overthinker, it seems that everything is a catastrophe. The underthinker, it's like just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think what, I mean, uh, I really think that in order to be an effective thinker in general, right, and not an over one <laughs> or an under one, is, but basically make sure you're establishing a timeline on, on, your plan, uh, on your plan of action. Have a plan of action on what you're going to do, weigh your decisions, and set a time frame, set a date, set a goal uh, where, you know, where you're making a decision, or as Frank says, the most important thing, which is taking action, which is the difference between an overthinker and someone who's actually doing something, and you know, like we said, a perfectionist. But I think we're all thinking here. We're not ruminating. It's, it's all about thinking about thinking. There we go. This is the key here. Thinkception. You've got to... Take a breath. You've got to stop. You've got to pause, audit yourself and say, am I overthinking? Am I over worrying? Am I over concerned? Am I over generalizing? Because those who ruminate, who overthink, typically are over generalizing. So they're taking whatever's going on in this context, say the relationship, and they bring that to work. And whatever's going on at work, they bring into their spiritual life. Whatever's going on in their spiritual life, it's, it's all a catastrophe. They're, they're, it's, it's all, you know, cataclysmic. Kind of okay, thing. so number one, make sure you don't have, you're not creating scenarios that are untrue. Bingo. I mean, that's, that's one step, you know? Mm. That's one step, but what else you got? You look real pensive over there. Ooh, He's all thinking. the big words. <laughs> Ruminating, pensive. So, so we've had this discussion before, right, where... And then in previous episodes where true thinking is very difficult, right? Like for you to properly ponder anything is extremely difficult. It's a daunting task. It's one of those things where you have to like for you to grab any topic or any subject and then formulate a proper opinion about it. You have to visualize so many different angles of it right so so you you have to put yourself in in, in your position and your feelings and your virtual reality then you have to put your position you have to put yourself in the same position of the opposite of that then you have to put yourself in a neutral point of that and those and that's just the start of it and then those three need to have a fight in, the, in your own head you need to have a discussion <laughs> about how you want to be able to say yeah so then a, a war goes on inside your head where i have different points of view about one thing and then i feel feel a certain way about it so then your emotion needs to have the same conversation so now your logic and your emotion have finally each come up with its own perspective and then those two clash and then when those two happen whatever comes out of that that's what you spit out of your mouth <laughs> that's pretty much how thinking works um so then how do well, okay, how do, I, how do I avoid all that? Like, if I have to do that with everything from what cereal I'm going to have to, you know, what route I'm going to take to what job I'm going to do or who I'm going to ask to marry me, right? Um, if I had to do that, like, I, I, there's not enough time in the day or, or, or capacity in my brain to get that through. Here's how you do there's it. There's a lot going on in that head over there. I but, can see that. Right. But, but <laughs> hear it as well. Here's how, here's how you do this. The lesser of the two evils. That, that's the first place you start. So, hey, I need to, something has been presented in my life. I need a new job or I, I need a new relationship or, or I like this person or, or I don't like this person or, hey, I need to make a decision on something. The first thing you need to start with is what would be worse? 
What would be worse for me never to ask this girl out, for me never to apply for the job, for me to never start the business, uh, for me to, to, to stay in the toxic relationship, um, for me not to properly parent my kids, or a little bit of action. Right? That, that's, that's the first place you start. And the answer 99% of the time is always going to be, hey, if I take one step, I'm going to be towards a better direction. I'm not going to think about steps two, three, four, five, and 11. No, no, no. I'm going to think about this first step. How can I get one step closer to achieving that goal? So once you make it a goal and then you take just one step towards it, you'll see how you slowly start building momentum towards the correct way. And then at that point, you're more, you start creating habits of taking action instead of habits of overthinking. And that's a very good point because if you release a habit you've got to replace it with another one so if you're releasing the negative habit of overthinking a frank solution is getting leverage on yourself that's exactly what you just we're talking now in neuro-linguistic programming and coaching executive coaching terms you get leverage on yourself what would happen so the other thing i would add is what mario and i teach is in nlp in neuro-linguistic programming we talk about the cartesian coordinates four questions very simple very simple audit. What would happen if you did? What would happen if you didn't? What wouldn't happen if you did? And what would not happen if you didn't? So what you're doing with those four Cartesian questions is you're going through what we call the barrier, that critical analysis, the critical faculty of your brain between the conscious, that 5%, that tries to control everything, and the 95% of the unconscious mind, and thereby piercing that barrier, you basically are just going to, in a sense, at one point go, oh, wait a minute, what is going on here? Yeah, and you reach that point because you're running every scenario, even linguistically, by languaging what would happen if you did, what would happen if I didn't, what wouldn't happen. It's every possible scenario in, in, in a negative and in a positive way just by language. We just gave you gold. Right. Four questions. And so what, what Frank also said, just for a little bit of clarification, at least on my end, right, where he says you trick the lesser of the two evils, that's, that's exactly what Dr. Mario was saying with the Cartesian coordinates is what would happen if you did and what's, what's not going to happen if you don't. Or as we sometimes phrase it in, in one way, future pacing. What's going to happen if you don't make this decision today mm -hmm. to ask this girl out or any girl out or to take, you know, or to start this business or to do this job or to, you know, do whatever it is you love. Relocate. Follow your passion, whatever it is. Yeah. So, right. And then there's the cliche. Well, there's no such thing as failure. There's only learning in the moment. That's actual truth. Now, let me put, the, let, me, let me put that into context for you it's maybe going to take several attempts to build the success you want. Mm -hmm. So maybe is, so for example, like in, in, in sales, maybe the first sales call to that client or that prospect is not going to get you the deal, but the fifth one will, mm -hmm. right? Now, if you sit there and you say, well, if I call them and they say no, then okay, that's it, done. No, 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 no. Hey, I know you said no to me in the past, but here's why. Here's a new opportunity. Here's a new change, right? Sometimes maybe it's that with, with, with relationships, right? Hey, I, we've been through this. I'm, I'm trying to leave, like the breakup, right? Sometimes you got to go through two, three breakups with that person in order to realize, hey, this is really bad. I got to like drastically leave um or maybe some, the other way around right so how we started maybe asking a girl out the first time is just hey you know what all right well now i get to know you and and that that 
you exchange Instagrams or phone numbers, but that doesn't mean it's a guaranteed date, right? Like that doesn't mean any of that, but it's, it, it's a step closer to building a friendship there before you get to that. Um, so that's just the way it is. So sometimes these failures you can build upon in order to have success. Overthinkers don't see that. Overthinkers just go straight to the failure and that's it. They stop at that. They don't see how that failure can build up. Three, four failures can lead to a success. It's not about the 20 no's. It's about the one yes. It's about taking the learnings. Correct. You, you need to, I would say, you had to, uh, sometimes you have to break up with yourself. Hmm. Sometimes you have to just see what these habits are, what these patterns are. We all have blind spots. And that's why coaching is so effective. You we as coaches come behind you, alongside you, see what you can't see in order for you to become who you're destined to be. And that requires breaking of some of the patterns that you've been harboring for years. And that's also gonna require some self-compassion, yeah. some self-care to say, hey, look, uh, I've been doing this for so long and I've been getting these results, how about Let's change course of direction here. What can be done differently? And that's a great point because most likely if you're overthinking one thing, you're overthinking everything. everything. Like if, if, if you're an overthinker when it comes to, you know, a, a, the job you're supposed to be in, most likely you're an overthinker on your relationships and everything else that, that, that you have, right? Your, your, your physical health, your mental health, it, most likely you're doing that. If, if, if you can't make a decision on one thing, most likely it's very difficult for you to make decisions on other things. And, and the more important the decisions get, the more you're going to overthink. So it, it, it'll multiply. And it, it may seem to you as if you're stuck. And that's the moment where you need to reach out for help. Whether it's a coach, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a friend, be careful which friends you go to. If they're stuck, hmm. don't go to that friend. <laughs> Absolutely. So in conclusion, go if, you're, if you're... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, if you're overthinking, stop. And, uh, you know, now that you have a little bit more information on it, uh, you know, just do it. And uh, it may not be easy, but it's definitely attainable. Because uh, if it was easy, it would just be the way and everybody would do it. So we'll let's see, go heat. We'll see you next time. Let's go heat. Bye bye. Let's go heat. What was that? Let's go heat. Ruminate on that. Mm.